So I first saw Mean Girls in 2017 with my friend Sky, and I remember I was on Snapchat and I was taking a picture of the playbill and my flash went off. And this woman behind me, never seen her before, probably in like her 50s or 40s, she was like, oh, are you going to post that? And I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to post it on my Snapchat story. And then she struck up this conversation with me and my friend, and I thought it was a little weird. And it came to a point where she started asking me what school I went to. So I lied and told her that I went to this Catholic school in my area. And she was like, oh, yeah, I know someone whose daughter goes there. And she started asking me about what Catholic school is like. And I feel really bad because, like, I just made assumptions, like, about what Catholic school is like. And I just, like, started answering her questions without knowing what Catholic school is like at all. And to this day, like, I still don't really know, like, what you do at Catholic school. So to that lady, I'm really sorry that I lied to you, but I was only 13 and I was kind of scared of you. Hello everyone and welcome back to Q to Q. My name is Nyla Jones and this is my musical theater podcast. So today, ladies and gentlemen, and others who don't identify with a certain gender, this is my first full-length episode on my podcast. Super exciting. I'm a little nervous, not gonna lie, but I'm really excited to talk about one of my favorite musicals, Mean Girls. So my experience with Mean Girls um, is a relatively, like, good one. I really like Mean Girls. It's one of the first shows that I could, you know, sit back and see myself maybe, like, performing in someday. Um, I just love everything about the show. Um, and I really don't have anything bad to say about it. I just have certain opinions that you'll hear. But overall, it's a really, really great show that I love. And I'd see it again if I could. Um, so Mean Girls is a relatively like new musical. It first opened in 2017 in DC, but it didn't actually like officially open on Broadway until 2018. But before we get into the actual musical, we need to talk about the movie first. So I'm sure almost every single person listening to this podcast knows about Mean Girls and probably everyone who's listening has seen Mean Girls at least once. If you haven't, I don't really know why. Like, either you're young or you live under a rock. Like, you don't see the sunlight at all. But <laughs> Mean Girls was a movie that came out in 2014. Hey, post-production Nyla here. Mean Girls actually came out in 2004. I just misspoke. Back to the podcast. Um, it was directed by Mark Waters, and it was written by Tina Fey. And Tina Fey actually got the plot. Um, it was an original plot um, that she kind of derived from a self-help book written by uh, Rosalind 
Rosalind Wiseman. Rosalind Wiseman, her self-help book called Queen Bees and Wannabes, which was totally nonfiction, kind of just like a self-help book for like teenagers and how to navigate high school. And Tina Fey got the rights with Paramount and was like, I'm going to make a story out of this. And so she took some of the, you know, inspiration from that book and also from her own high school experience to write uh, the mean girls that we know and love. And so the main, the most notable cast members, I think, in Mean Girls, definitely Lindsay Lohan. Everyone knows Lindsay Lohan. She was in Freaky Friday, which was also directed by Mark Waters. That was her first thing that she did with Mark Waters. Um, I don't actually... Oh, Lindsay Lohan, when she was young, was in The Parent Trap. Um, so we all know who Lindsay Lohan is. Um, oh, and Amanda Seyfried was in this movie. This was actually her her film debut. Um, I think most people know her from this movie and Mamma Mia, probably. I'm not sure what else she was in. She was in Mamma Mia, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was. I've never actually seen Mamma Mia. Don't jump down my throat. I'm really sorry to all my Mamma Mia lovers out there, but I've never actually seen it. So that's kind of awkward for me. And Tina Fey is in Mean Girls also. She played Miss Norbury. Amy Poehler's in Mean Girls. She played Regina's mom. And Rachel McAdams is in Mean Girls. I'm not sure what else... Rachel McAdams has been in, but she played Regina, which is probably one of her, like, most notable performances. Yeah, probably. Um, so, 13 years later, um, Mean Girls the Musical saw the light of day at the National Theater in Washington, D.C. It ran from the end of October to the beginning of December, so for about a month. And then in 2018, in March... They did a few previews at the August Wilson Theater um, for about a month. And then in April, they had their first official show. And it's been running up until now. You know, of course, uh, Corona, they had to cancel the shows. But it's been running pretty, pretty successfully. Um, they've had a few cast changes here and there. Most recently, they had like a huge cast change. There's only three, I think, people, well, three of, like, the main cast that were actually in the original Broadway cast, which is pretty interesting. Oh, yeah, so the musical was directed by Casey Nicola, um, and it was produced by Stuart Thompson and Lauren Michaels, who Lauren Michaels actually um, also produced the movie and was the original creator of SNL. So that's pretty cool, right? That she worked with Tina Fey like multiple times on that and with SNL too. And Mean Girls has, I guess, kind of grown from being just a musical. Um, There's a tour for Mean Girls that started, I think, in 2019. And of course, that had to be halted too. But it started in Buffalo, New York. And they were just going around, going around the U.S., and I, I think the most notable cast member in the Mean Girls tour is Mariah Rose Faith. She plays Regina in the tour. And people mainly know her from Starkid Productions. Starkid is a like theater company. Um, I'm not sure where they're based, but they post like long versions of their shows, mainly original shows, um, on YouTube. So she's known for doing that. And 
there were t- actually talks in January of making a West End production. West End, for people that don't know, is the like UK Broadway, I guess. Um, there was talks of making a West End production, and Tina Fey actually said that um, a Mean Girls musical like film adaptation like a film adaptation of the movie was actually being produced in January but I'm not really sure where the movie adaptation or the West End production are um in like their status just because of corona and mm, I cannot talk um as for as for awards Mean Girls was actually nominated for a lot of Tonys but they didn't win any Tonys, like, which is really crazy. Um, they were nominated for a bunch of Tonys in 2018, and they went up against Spongebob Squarepants, the musical, the band's visit, um, they also went, oh, Frozen, they went up against Frozen, and I think it's kind of crazy that they didn't win any. They were beat by the band's visit in almost every category, like, best actress in a lead role taylor louderman was beat by the person in the band visit best like actor in a lead role they beat gray henson they won for best book they won for best costumes like they won well maybe not best they'd won in basically every category that mean girls was also nominated in they were nominated in almost all the same categories and they won like almost every single one of them they were like the the winningest it's winningest award I'm not sure, but they won the most Tonys that year, which is really crazy. But even though they didn't get a whole bunch of Tonys, they also won a few awards. Tina Fey won a few awards for her writing in different award ceremonies. But the awards don't really, like, tell the greatness of a show, I guess. Mean Girls is still a really great show, even though they didn't win any Tonys. Um, I would give them Tonys, but I'm not the Tony award people. I don't really know how the Tonys work, actually. Don't don't shoot me, but yeah, I don't know how the Tonys work. Um, so that is just about it for the background of Mean Girls. I tried to keep that a little succinct. I'm not sure how long that was, but now I'm going to dive right into the plot of Mean Girls. Get hype, you guys. I'm going to go through the plot. I'm sure most people know the plot of Mean Girls, like the musical takes the exact same plot as the movie, but, you know, there's songs, of course, so I'm just gonna go through it like you guys don't know the plot already, so, yeah, here we go. Mean Girls the Musicals, Mean Girls the Musical opens with two of our main characters, Janice and Damien. They kind of serve as narrators for the musical. They are not narrators, like, the whole time, but they break the fourth wall a couple of times to kind of serve as narrators, and Janice, Ian, and Damien, I'm not sure what his last name is, um, they are, once Katie moves to Chicago, they become two of her best friends, and Janice is kind of like a goth, I guess, student. She, um, doesn't really care about the status quo. She doesn't really care about being popular. She kind of has a deep hatred for all things that are, like, the status quo and popularity, I guess. And Damien is her gay best friend, which I hate that trope, but that's just what he is. And he's a very fun, uplifting person. He also doesn't really care about being popular, um, but he kind of doesn't have 
as much of like a hatred for like popularity um, as Janice does. So they come in and they kind of set up Mean Girls and the story um, as a warning, I guess, to other people. They set it up as this is the story of what happened to our friend Katie and you should hear her story and listen to it as a warning. And they sing a song called A Cautionary Tale, which I think is such a great opening. It's really, it kind of shows their characters like at the start, but it's just a phenomenal song. Like it's so pretty. Um, Barrett Wilbert Reed, who plays Janice, is, she has such a pretty voice. There are times when I think live, her voice is like, you can tell when her voice is a little strained because her belting gets kind of like sharp and it doesn't always, the notes aren't always there, but she, you can't deny her talent. She has an absolutely beautiful voice. And Gray Henson, who plays Damien, is so funny. He has a great voice also. And they're both just such great actors. So to start off with them is so fun and it really brings the energy for like the rest of the show. So after they sing, we go right into another song. And this is Katie's first song. We meet Katie Heron, our main character of the show. Katie Heron is a girl who's been living in Kenya for like basically all of her life, I think. And she lives in Kenya because her parents are like wildlife experts, I think. They like live on a reserve. And she's never really experienced anything that like you're quote-unquote average American teen has experienced. She's been homeschooled. She lives um, with like wildlife. She doesn't have many friends her age. Um, She doesn't really have any friends, period. But we start her song and Katie in the musical is a little bit different than I guess she is in the movie because she has a bit more of a like naive... um, approach to life, I guess. I don't want to, like, that sounds kind of bad, but through this song, like, we see the process of her finding out that she's moving and moving, but the whole time she has this, such, like, a positive outlook. You know, when her parents tell her, like, Katie, we lost our fun and we have to move, she's like, oh my god, like, yeah, let's move. You know, when she is like, this is going to be the best thing ever, and I have such a excitement now like there's something deep inside me that's like this is perfect for you and the song is called it roars which i think is great you know the animal imagery since she's moving from africa but basically it's just her saying you know have you ever i'm gonna kind of quote the lyrics like have you ever felt that there was something so much bigger like waiting for you which i think is a really great like thing because i feel like a lot of people have probably experienced that like the feeling of wanting and that there's something more than what you already have. But when Katie gets to Chicago, she moves to North, or she starts going to North Shore High. She realizes that, you know, in America, in American schools, they have a lot of like norms, I guess, that she hasn't, like, she won't catch on to for a little bit. And she sings a reprise of the song. It's a little sad, but. You know, it's still kind of uplifting, but in the end, she does go and she sits in the bathroom and she eats her lunch in the bathroom. And who comes in to the bathroom to save her but Janice and Damien? And here we see Janice and Damien as 
more of like their characters instead of narrators. Hey, it's me from post-production again. But I forgot to say my opinion on Janice and Damien, so I'm going to say that really quickly. Damien, I love him. I think he's super fun, even though he's such like a stereotypical trope. But unpopular opinion, maybe it's not that unpopular, but I actually really don't like Janice. Like, I feel like her hatred for Regina is obviously a little called for, but like, mm, she kind of just projects her hatred of Regina onto like Katie and you know she's kind of part of the reason that Katie became something that she's not so that's my opinion on Janice I'm gonna let you think what you want to think but she's not my favorite character even though she's kind of portrayed to be like this guiding figure and Regina's supposed to be the villain I don't really think that Janice is that good of a character period but they pull Katie out of the bathroom and they introduce themselves to her and in light of like not in light similar to the infamous scene in Mean Girls where they give her the map and they look at all the tables they basically do that but in a song form and Damien sings a song called Where Do You Belong where they basically just say you know these are all the tables this is where you can fit in but in the end they basically say you should sit with us because we're the better people and Where Do You Belong oh my god one of my actual favorite songs it's like where do you belong where do you belong? Do, 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 do. It's literally such a fun song. Um, it gets stuck in your head. Like, it's so fun to listen to. It's such an ensemble, like, bass song. Um, at one point, he gets, like, the choir kids, quote-unquote, and they, like, they do, like, a ba 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 like, with their lunch trays and stuff like that. And it's, oh, my God, like, watching it is so uplifting. Like, you can't help but just be, like, really happy while you're watching it and it's such a I'm gonna I keep saying that but it's literally such a fun number but the fun is slightly interrupted when guess who is introduced the plastics the plastics I love them I know they're supposed to be mean and stuff like that but who doesn't love the plastics so the plastics are the infamous like me the title of the movie and the musical mean girls they're a clique of three girls regina george gretchen wieners and karen smith i think that's her last name and oh my god going back just a second i forgot to say who katie heron is played by in the original broadway cast katie heron is played by erica henningsen in the original cast but then sabrina carpenter came in for like a limited run and played her but it was played by Erica Henningsen. So back to the plastics. So Regina George is the like HBIC um, of North Shore High. Everyone wants to be her. Uh, like the girls want to be her. The guys want to date her. Uh, basically, she has like this power, you know, she has like a lot of power. She's your stereotypical mean girl, but she has a little bit more depth than that. Not gonna lie, but I'll get to that. And then Gretchen Wieners is like the second in command. She really doesn't have a personality outside of being like Regina's like henchman. Um, they each sing like a little song. Like Meet the Plastics is the song that they, that's the title of the song. And it's like the whole song is meeting the plastics, but they each have a little like melody that they come back to. Regina's, 
she introduces it. She says, my name is Regina George. Gretchen, or no, Karen, who is just, her only personality is being stupid. Karen, she says, my name is Karen. But Gretchen, during hers, she never even mentions her own name. Her refrain starts with, yes, Regina, no, Regina, every waking hour, I've been making sure Regina George is in power. So, you know, it's kind of like sad. Like, I, in the movie, I didn't really care for Gretchen. Like, I was like, okay, Gretchen, like, I don't really have any feelings about her. But in the musical, I had like a, like, I was kind of like, oh, like, Gretchen really doesn't have anything that makes her her that she's allowed, quote unquote, allowed to show. Because Regina, you know, shoots everything down and everything is for Regina. And Gretchen craves that approval so much that, you know, she doesn't even have her own personality. Her personality is Regina George, you know what I mean? And if you listen to the song, Regina's song is very, like, slow, like, you know, it's kind of like, you have to wait for me, like, I'm singing right now and it's my turn to sing. And Karen's is just, like, kind of, like, diddly and, like, little kid-like. But Gretchen's is so rushed and you can... It really like just encompasses her personality of like she's always anxious and worried about what other people are going to think of her, especially Regina. So we meet the Plastics and um, Katie walks by their table and they're like, oh, who is this new girl? And they kind of like her. So they invite her to sit down at their table with them. They don't really give her a choice, but Katie doesn't exactly say yes. So then Katie goes back to Janice and Damien and she says... Hey, like they invited me to sit at their table. And Janice is like, oh my God, you have to say yes to them. Like, like <laughs> she's like, you have to say yes to them. You know, you have to tell me all the, like all the stuff that Regina says that's like bad. And Katie's like, okay. And then Damien is about to say like, cause Janice really, really hates Regina. She really, really does. And Janice is about to explain to Katie why, but Janice like interrupts him. So we don't learn why until later. So, sorry, I have to look at my notes. Oh, okay. So Katie is really smart. She's an AP calculus, right? So she's in a class with seniors. So she goes into her class and she meets a guy named Aaron Samuels. Aaron Samuels is kind of like the heartthrob of this show. And we learn that, we learn later that he's Regina's ex-boyfriend. Um, he is like a He's a pretty popular guy, but he doesn't really care about, like, all the labels and stuff that come with popularity. And Katie meets him and instantly is, like, in love with him. And she sings this song called Stupid With Love. One of my favorite songs, actually. I really, really, really love it. Like, I'm mad that I'm an alto and I cannot sing it because it's such a fun song. It really encompasses her personality. Like, she doesn't know how to, like, you know, deal with that. Like, she's never had, like a crush before that actually, you know, was right there and was not just like a silly little, like little kid thing. So she sings this song. And after that, she goes back to the lunchroom. Yeah, she goes to the lunch. Oh, no, actually scratch that. So she's really good at math. Right. And the teacher, Miss Norbury, she realizes that Katie is really good at math. And she Talk, she tells her to talk to the head of the mathletes, Kevin Napoor. I think that's how you say it. It's like G-N-A-Poor. So I think it's Napoor. But she tells him, she tells her to talk to Kevin. 
And so when Katie goes to lunch, Kevin approaches her. Kevin is this very, like, I think he's a little bit like your stereotypical, like, South Asian character. Really smart. But he's very like, yo, like, Katie, you gotta join the math lease. Which I think is really funny. Because he's not your, like, stereotypical, like, Ravi Ross. Like, I have a thick Indian accent. And that's my only personality trait. Like, he's not like that. You know what I mean? So his character is very, very fun. And I think the guy who plays it, I'm not sure the name of him. I'm not sure what his name is. But the guy who plays him in the musical really, like, does a good job of capturing, like, the essence of the guy who plays it in the movie. Um, So he goes up to her and he's like, yeah, Katie, you got to join the mathletes. But then Regina's like, "Uh, no, Kevin, like, nobody wants to join the mathletes because they don't want Katie to join the mathletes because they think it's, like, social suicide. And Katie's like, oh my God, Regina protected me. But Janice tries to warn her about how like dangerous Regina is and how awful of a person she is. But Katie just doesn't listen because she's kind of already swept up in her like quote unquote trap. And they sing a song called Apex Predator, which I really like that song. Um, Live is a little like iffy because like I said earlier, sometimes Barrett Wilbur Reed, her harmonies are like really sharp and stuff like that, but it's not a bad song. This is... I don't mean to just, like, bash her because I I absolutely love her. Like, I really, really, really love her. But I think that she needs to take... There are times when I feel like you need to take a vocal break because when I saw it live, she sounded really, really, really good. But then I was watching, like, some bootlegs of it and I was like, ooh, I was like, Barrett, that's a little sharp. Maybe you should take a break. But all that aside, I she's really, really, really talented and I could never do that. Um, so they sing us... Basically, it's like... Janice is like, don't be fooled by, you know, her nice, per- like her, her nice persona. And Katie's like, oh, she's protecting me. So Janice is basically just talking to like a wall. And while they're at the mall, uh, Katie tells Gretchen that um, she likes Aaron. And Gretchen does this really funny thing where she's like, gah, 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 like, kind of like, like freaking out. It's like a bird. And that leads me to the animal... Um, what's it called? Like imagery in that song. I really love, um, because going back to Katie's roots, her, (laughs) her African roots. Um, (laughs) I think it's really funny that they like continuously have that. Um, but Gretchen's basically like, no, you can't like Aaron. So they go back to Regina's house and, um, we meet Regina's mom. We kind of see how, you know, Regina treats her mom really badly. Um, but they show Katie the burn book and the burn book It's basically this book that Gretchen, Regina, and Karen made in order to just, like, bully people without them knowing. Like, they put these, um, they put these, um, like, pictures of their classmates in it, and they write, like, mean things about them. And so, um, they wrote one for Janice that was, like, Janice is a space... D-Y-K-E. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that word, but they write that for like Janice. So they're looking at the book and somehow Damien comes up into the conversation and Katie's like, oh yeah, he's too gay to function, which is how Janice like, um, which is how Janice introduced Damien to Katie, like as like a joking thing, like not as like an insulting thing. And so Katie, you know, said it out loud thinking it was okay for her to say that. Um, but then they take it and they put it in the burn book as Damien. And so Katie, she, she feels bad about that. Um, but then after a little bit, 
Regina leaves with Karen and leaves Gretchen with Katie. Um, and Gretchen reveals that she's really, really, really insecure. And it's kind of due to the fact that, like, she's friends with Regina. And she sings a song called What's Wrong With Me. And actually such a beautiful song. Gretchen is played by, in the original Broadway cast, by Ashley Park. And then in after being replaced, she was like the first one to be replaced, I think. She was replaced by this girl named Christina, um, let me look at her name. Christina Alabado, I think that's how you say her name. But they both did a phenomenal job. It's just a song like, basically she's like, what is wrong with me? Like, how can I change myself? to be friends with you. And at a certain point in the song, she's like, maybe you're the, maybe you're the issue. But then she's like, no, 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 it has to be me. And it's kind of a sad song, but I think it really perfectly captures like Gretchen's mental state and she's really not doing great. So, sorry, that was a really loud page flip. Um, so in their next calculus class, Katie talks to Aaron and, oh, side note. Aaron is played by Kyle Seelig, who actually her, him and Erica Henningsen, who plays Katie, they started dating, which I think is so cute. They're really cute together and they're both so talented. He actually still plays Aaron on Broadway. And at a certain point, he took like a hiatus and was replaced by Cameron Dallas. <laughs> he is not talented at all. He was bad. And the fact that they, were, they replaced this talented man with a man with no talent when there are so many guys that probably want to be on Broadway, it's just absolutely disgusting, but that's another story. So Katie goes into class and Aaron talks with her about his previous relationship with Regina and basically talks about how when he was with Regina, he was being somebody that he wasn't. And they sing Stupid With Love, they're a prize. And it's a duet between them. They sing together, they do some nice harmonies. Um... And at the end, because um, the main like refrain of the song is like, I'll never get it. And so Katie says that, but she says it out loud. And he's like, oh, what will you never get? And she, that's when she pretends to be stupid. Um, she kind of like, sh- she plays it off by saying that like, she doesn't get the math problem. And he's like, oh, you don't get it. And so the, she pretends to be stupid. Um, and it makes him talk to her like you know because she asks him for help with the problems and then he's like oh yeah I'll help you so she gets it in her head oh my god this is how I get the guy I had to be stupid not great Katie it's really not we all know that's not how you can get a guy but Katie 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 so he invites her to his Halloween party that he's having and before the Halloween party we have a really 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 great song from Karen played by Kate Rockwell Kate Rockwell is so talented, first of all. She was in Bring It On the Musical, played Skylar. Amazing job in that. Has a phenomenal voice. Absolutely. She's so talented for no reason. Um, so Karen is her, like I said earlier, her only personality is being stupid. So Karen sings a song about how in high school... Halloween is about being sexy, you know? And it's a really, really funny song. There's some great jokes in there. Um, But it's just, like, a little break from, like, the plot. Uh, But guess who comes into the Halloween party and isn't dressed sexy? Mm, Katie. So she comes in and she's dressed, like, in, like, a super scary costume. And it's kind of embarrassing for her. But while she's there, she sees Aaron. 
she lies about the grade that she got on like a quiz um and then Gretchen is there too right of course and she sees Regina and in order to I guess kind of feel like she's getting Regina's friendship back she tells Regina that Katie likes Aaron and Regina acts like she's not offended by it but she goes and flirts with Aaron and kisses him in front of Katie in the song called Someone Gets Hurt. I, okay, I love every song in this musical, but like Someone Gets Hurt is such a song. What a song. Um, so Regina's played by Taylor Louderman in the original Broadway cast. Taylor Louderman was also in Bring It On. She played Skylar. No, I just said that. She played Campbell in Bring It On. And she was in some other stuff that I don't know. But Taylor Louderman is so talented. And then she was replaced by this girl named Renee Rapp, who literally just turned 20, like this year, and is a phenomenal singer. Her voices, but both of them are so talented. But the fact that Renee Rapp is so young, like when she went onto Broadway, she was 19. And she's so talented for her age. So that is just something I'm very impressed about. So basically the song is just like, her manipulating Aaron into getting back with her and she does it purposely like right in front of Katie to bother her. So Katie goes back to Janice and Damien and she's like, oh my God, I'm so mad at her. And Janice reveals why she doesn't like Regina. And the reason they chase Regina so much is that when they were younger, they Janice and Regina were actually friends. But out of nowhere, Regina accused Janice of like being in love with her um, while they were... Yeah, well, they were at a sleep. They were gonna have a sleepover together, and she was like, "I don't want you being around the girls changing because you're like a lesbian." And Janice was like, "Oh yeah, well, I'm a space alien and I have four butts." That's where the insult "space dyke" came from, and that's why Janice hates Regina and they're not friends anymore. So basically, Janice and Damien and Katie hatch a plan through a very nice five-minute song, in order to get back at Regina and. The song is called Revenge Party. It's very fun. It's, you know, we have like singing and then scenes and singing and then scenes. I love the song. So they, the plan is like a three-parter. Um, is it a three-parter? It's kind of like a two-parter, two-and-a-half-parter. So basically, the first part of the plan is that they're going to take away Regina's nice body, and they give Regina these thing called calteen bars, which they're in Africa. When they were in Africa, Katie would, Katie's mom would give them to the kids that were, um, uh, that were really, what's the word? Like malnourished. I, I think that's the word, but like they would give them to the kids that were not like that, that couldn't eat enough in order to make them gain weight. So she gives them to Regina and says like, these are going to make you lose weight. And then Regina starts getting fat. And then the second part of the plan is that they're going to make Gretchen turn on Regina. And so that part is a little bit more complicated. Basically, when it comes around Christmas time, they send out these things that are called like candy cane grams. And it's basically like you can send somebody a message um, with a candy cane. And so they announce them like over the speaker, I guess, or someone comes in and announces them in class. And they make a fake one to Katie and say that it's from Regina. And in it, it says, like, thank you for being such an amazing friend, Katie. Like, you're my best friend. Katie, you're my best friend. And Gretchen is like, oh, my God. Like, I thought we were best friends. 
And in her fit of rage, she spills a bunch of secrets about Regina, including that Regina is cheating on Aaron with this guy named Shane Omen. And this part was so funny when I saw it live. Basically, she cheats on him because Shane Omen wears the lion mascot for their school. And they go into the lion's costume together and we can assume where that goes. That was funny because like during the song, someone came out in a lion costume and it made it like, and it looked like there were two people inside the lion's costume. It was so funny, but basically so that works, right? And Regina gets fat and they learn they have dirt on Regina now. And so every winter for the talent show, um, the plastics they do in the movie, they do rocking around the Christmas tree, but I guess that's like copyrighted or something. So they just did rocking around the pole. But basically they sing this song, but Regina, she falls over and her skirt falls off because she's fat now. Her butt is too big for the skirt. Oh, and it ends up in Regina getting really embarrassed and everyone like praises Katie because Katie was like the only one that like actually did the performance well. And so now Katie's getting kind of popular, right? She's changing her outfit. She's wearing nice clothes. And it, it comes to a point where Regina actually breaks one of the rules that the plastics have. So the plastics, they have these, which are kind of stupid actually when you like look into it, but they have these rules about what you can wear in order to sit at the table with them. So it's like, you can't wear like vest, like you can only wear sweatpants on like Friday and you can only wear vests on like Monday and you have to, and you have to wear pink on Wednesdays. That's the, on Wednesdays we wear pink. That's, I think that's the, probably the thing that everyone knows from Mean Girls. Cult classic movie, it's so quotable first of all. But, so Regina comes in on like Thursday or something and she's wearing sweatpants, and Gretchen's like, hey, Regina, you can't sit with us. And Regina's like, oh, that's so stupid. Like, I can sit with you guys. But Katie's like, no, you can't sit with us, Regina, and stands up to her, and Regina actually leaves. And so everyone in the cafeteria is like, oh my god, like, Katie, she's kind of like a savage. And they all start praising Katie for standing up to Regina, and they sing this song called Fearless, which basically just entails, like, oh my god, like, Regina's gone. Like, I feel so free now. And Katie kind of, like, wallows in it. Like, well, not wallows like, the wrong word. She, like, soaks it all up, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did this all for you. Like, I, I care about you guys so much. And the song ends in a very positive note because they're all, like, Regina's gone. And right when you think, you know, things are good, Regina comes back in, and she's like, mm, like, you shouldn't have done that. Like, you know you think you can get rid of me right now, but watch your back. And that's where it goes to intermission. Like, period, Regina. It doesn't end on the positive note we thought it was gonna end on. Because they were just like, fearless, whoa, whoa, fearless, whoa, whoa. Like, they were dancing, going in. But then Regina comes back in and is like, y'all don't get a positive intermission. You don't get a positive cliffhanger. And it ends with the music being like, bow, 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 bow. And everyone is like, staring at the audience they're like nervous because Regina was just like watch your back if that's not the perfect transition if that's not the perfect transition I just I love that because mm, like it leaves Regina in the back of your minds like she always you know it really hits 
it really hits home at the point that I'm, I'm not gone. You think you're fine. You think I'm gone, but I'm not. And that's what you leave the audience thinking about, how Regina's not really gone. And bam, we're at intermission. Perfect. Perfect act one. Act one is phenomenal. I, mm, so fun. More fun to come. Like, how do you do that so well? How do you plan that out so well? Talent. That's how. Talent. All right. I got myself some Skittles. I can have a little snack while we're doing act two. So, act two, we start off. Katie is the new Regina. She's acting just like Regina. She's now, I guess you could say, the head of the plastics. And Katie, sorry, Gretchen and Karen are kind of following her around like they did Regina. Everyone looks up to Katie like they used to do Regina. And... Katie's relationship with Janice and Damien that's kind of tanked. It's not awful yet, but it's definitely not the same as it used to be. Um, Janice and Damien are not huge fans of that. So, now it's been a little bit, it's kind of closer to spring fling. And Janice is about to have an art show. But Katie can't go because she has a trip with her parents coming up. And... You know, recently, Katie's been very, like, obsessed. Oh? Hold on a second. My cat wants to come in. Sorry about that little interruption. My cat was at my door. But lately, Katie's been very social media obsessed. Really cares about her appearance. You know, all the likes and stuff like that. You know how we can get roped up and trapped in that thing. So Damien has a little intervention for her. And he sings a song called Stop. Which is a very fun tap number. And he basically gets with the other, like, some of the girls in the junior class. Like, the girls in the junior class, quote-unquote. But, like, really just the ensemble girls. And tells Katie, like, hey, you know, you're this new, different person. Like, you know, you have to stop changing yourself and ignoring your friends. And I used to skip this song in the cast album. But it's actually so fun. And it's, once you learn the words... It's like, um, it's very catchy. It's like, stop. You know what I mean? I don't know any of the words, but it's a very catchy song. And if I could tap dance, that would be my absolute jam. So yeah, Katie does not listen to Damien and Janice. And Gretchen and Karen, um... Basically, oh yeah, so Katie really, really, really wants to talk to Aaron. She wants to, like, get together with him. And so, in order to do that, Gretchen and Karen say, oh, you should throw, like, a small get-together this weekend. Quote-unquote, small get-together this weekend. But Katie's like, oh, I have to go out with my parents. But they convince her to, like, get out of going with her parents. Uh, She can throw this party. So she successfully does that. And... Gretchen is like, okay, I'll plan this party for you. I'll do everything for you. But Katie's like, okay, like, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. My cat has like a scratcher toy in here and he's scratching on it. I'm sorry. That's kind of loud. But basically, Gretchen, chowder. That's enough. Yeah. So Gretchen's like, oh my God, Katie, I'll help you plan the party. But Katie's like, it's like, okay, Gretchen, like calm down. And Gretchen realizes, oh my God, like Katie is acting just like Regina was. 
and she sings What's Wrong With Me reprise. But the different part about this one is that she sings it as a duet with Regina's mom because Regina has been really mean to her mom lately because she's really angry that she's fat now. Um, and her mom sings it too. She's like, dang, like, what's wrong with me? Why does my daughter hate me? And this reprise is actually very nice. It sounds really pretty and it's actually really funny because um, Carrie Butler plays Regina's mom and Regina and Carrie Butler is so talented first of all and so it's a very great number very fun it's like the way it comes in is really funny because I'm like they're like talking and then Gretchen immediately turns around and she's like what's wrong with me and it's so funny um so Katie successfully gets out of going with her parents and she throws the party but Gretchen planned it and it's actually like a really really big party she was planning for like six people but it's actually like a lot of people like their whole grade. And so Katie gets drunk while she's waiting around for Aaron. And in this really chaotic song called Whose House Is This? We see like Katie trying to like navigate the party. And Whose House Is This? is actually another song that I used to skip on the album. It's not one of my favorites, but it's still a good song. Like Kevin like raps. He's like, get into the party. Here's the procedure. Call all your friends. Tell them where to meet you. Like it's so funny. And there's a lot of like, um, back and forth, like, I don't know how to explain, like, back and forth, like, rapping? I don't know, like, important, not, I'm gonna scrap that, ignore what I'm saying, because I don't know how to explain it, but it's a fun song, like, performing it would probably be really, really, really fun, um, so Aaron actually does come to the party, but, you know, everything's really chaotic, so he goes up to her room just to, like, I guess, clear his mind, and Katie goes up there, but she's, like, drunky drunk, so that's not really great. But she goes up there, and they talk, and they have, like, a kind of, a, like, an actually a good conversation. Um, and they sing a song called More is Better. Um, and they talk about, like, basically the song is, like, um, Katie talks about how she likes, I guess, how her life is now because she used to be alone a lot. Um, and then Aaron talks about how he doesn't mind being alone, right? And they have that little kind of back and forth thing. Um, and it's actually a really, it's a really, really pretty song, but it's not like the like most love songs, I guess, in musicals where they're singing together and they're like harmonizing. Like in this song, they actually never sing at the same time. They sing, like, the same melodies and stuff like that, but they never sing together, which I think is very interesting. I think it really shows, like, the disconnect between Katie and Aaron at this point because they really had a connection with Katie was, like, being herself, but now they're kind of, like, out of touch. And so, sorry, I had to crack my knuckles. But in this song, Katie actually reveals, like, they're about to kiss, but then Katie reveals that she was faking being dumb, and she accidentally slips up and... She says some things that kind of are kind of rude to Aaron. And Aaron's like, you're a different person now. And he leaves. Um, and then Katie goes out to chase him. But who does she run into outside of her house? But Janice and Damien. And Janice and Damien are there because they found out that Katie was having the party. So they came to confront her. And Janice and Katie get into, like, get into it. They get into a little argument. And Katie's like, oh my god, you're in love with me or something. Which is just what Regina said to Janice before they stopped being friends. So Janice gets really, really mad. And she sings the someone gets hurt 
reprise, the second reprise, but it's like way different. And she's basically like, you are like a plastic, like you are plastic. You're like, you're just like them now. Like it's not pretend anymore. And it turns out Janice did, she won at her art show and the picture that she won or the picture that won the art contest was a picture of her and Katie and Damien. And so this is one of Verrett's phenomenal number. Like it's a lot of belting. It's so pretty. And Oh, like absolute queen. Barrett Wilbur Reed is so talented. So right after this number, Regina finds out that Katie didn't invite her to the party. And she also finds out that the Caltine bars make you like gain weight. So she's pissed, right? And this is when she comes up with the idea to release the burn book. So through one of the most phenomenal so the most phenomenal number in this musical hands down i like there's no argument world burn is the best number in this show single-handedly so through this number this is the number where regina basically what, what what regina does she she it's her burn book right but she frames it she puts herself in the burn book Oh, okay. Hold on. My friend just FaceTimed me. All right. So, sorry about that. So, it's her burn book, but she makes it look like it's Katie, Gretchen, and Karen. So, she puts herself in the burn book. She writes herself down as a fugly cow. She puts in the stuff that, um, like Katie said about Ms. Norber, like Ms. Norbury, or Katie said that Ms. Norber was a drug pusher. So she puts all this stuff in it and leaves out Katie, Gretchen, and Karen, and then makes a bunch of copies of the pages and like throws them around the school so that everyone sees them and all the junior girls get really mad and it looks like Katie, Gretchen, and Karen did it. And Taylor Louderman is the original Regina, killed this song. Literally like owned it for no reason like it's so effortlessly amazing and then Renee Rapp did it and it's like Renee Rapp made it her own thing after coming in you know coming in after such an amazing singer like she made it her own like single hand oh like it's such a good song it shows off the range that the like that Taylor Louderman and uh Renee Rapp have like the control just oh my god like the acting is just, i just cannot get over how beautiful the song is i love it so much so the junior class all the girls in junior class they start fighting and miss norbury has to hold like an intervention meeting and while they're at this intervention meeting they do a few things like exercises um to i guess get out their feelings and when janice goes up she is like Everyone in this school, like, it has been hurt by Regina George. Like, this is stupid, and you need to stand up for yourself. And she sings a song called I'd Rather Be Me, which is a really good, like, anthem. And the main premise of the song, she's like, raise your right finger, like, your your middle finger, like, flip them off, and tell them, I'd rather be me than be with you. And it's such an uplifting song. 
Um, I sometimes skip it, but it's a good song. Like, there's no denying that it's a really good song. So, Re so Regina storms out of this meeting after Janice has her really nice uplifting song. And Katie goes out to apologize to her and Regina gets hit by a bus. Yeah, she just boom. She just boom. Gets hit by a bus because she gets distracted. So, after Regina gets hit by a bus... Miss Norbury also gets fired because of the drug pusher lies. And Katie sees all this, like, havoc that has come up basically because of her. And she sings a reprise of Fearless where she's kind of changed the words around. Like, the original Fearless is, like, we are now fearless because we don't have Regina, like, hanging over our heads. But then Katie's, like... I'm not fearless because I changed who I was and I did all this stuff that was, like, pretty bad. Like, that's not being fearless. That's just being, like, a bad person. And she, admit, like, she comes clean but claims that she wrote the whole burn book. So she takes the fall for everyone, like, Gretchen and Karen. And she gets suspended for three weeks and she gets banned from going to the Spring Fling. So the three weeks is up and Katie comes back to school. Ms. Norbury tells her that she has to bring up her grade, like because she's been suspended. So in order to bring up her grade, Ms. Norbury says, if you come to the Mathletes tournament with us, like I'll bring up your grade. So she goes to the Mathletes tournament and she helps them win. And they sing this song called Do This Thing, um, in which we have our famous line, the limit does not exist. Um... It's a very, like, fun song. Like, I feel like it's kind of an underrated song. It includes the three guys that are on the Mathletes team, like Kevin G and his two, like, besties. And Miss Norbury has a little solo in there. It's like, let's do this thing. Do this thing. Something like that. I don't know exactly. But it's a very fun song. I actually kind of love it. So Katie helps them win and she feels kind of redeemed. And so she runs to school and helps that, or mm, scratch, I'm so sorry. So she runs to school and sneaks into the dance, kisses Aaron, because period, as she should queen. Like she, she kind of makes up with Aaron and hi, it's me editing again. I kind of explained this poorly. Aaron helped Katie sneak into the dance, and so then that's why they're there together, and she kisses him after he helps her. So that's a better explanation of that. She goes into the dance, and she wins Spring Fling Queen. And shockingly, so she goes up there, and she's kind of feeling awkward because she treated everyone, like everyone's mad at her because they think that she did the, the whole burn book. And so she gets up there, she gets this plastic crown, and she's like, this is just, like, plastic. So she breaks it apart, and she gives each piece to, like, her friends. She gives one to Regina, and she gives one to Gretchen, and she gives one to Karen. And she's like, we're all, like, deserving of this crown. And in our typical musical happy ending, yippity doo da they all come together and they accept each other and they sing a song called I See Stars, which is like, I see stars, so many stars at night, which is basically like 
a um reply it's similar to like a replies of more is better um because it's like the same tune but like more uplifting and i think it's cute that they use like i see stars um because in more is better katie was saying like when i was in africa i saw the stars more and i was able to see the stars when i went outside but now i can't see them anymore um because there's so much light everywhere and so it's cute that you know like now she can see the stars again and that is the end of Mean Girls. So, close my journal. That is Mean Girls the musical, you guys. That was... Okay. This episode was a lot longer than I wanted it to be. I didn't want it to be an hour. But it is an hour and you're going to like it. If, you're, if you've come this far, I really appreciate you. Um, so, I'm so glad that you stayed until the end and that you listened to me talk about this musical. Um, this was super fun. Like, I actually really like talking about this. I stumbled a few times and it's not perfect because this is my first full-length episode. But, I will get better. And I don't think it was that bad. Like, it honestly was not awful. Like, I knew the plot. Yeah, that's like, that's a start. And I knew the songs and stuff like that. So I'm pretty proud of myself, not gonna lie. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I have not decided next week's musical yet, but I think I'm going to do Heathers. Uh, yeah, either Heathers or Newsies. Um... Yeah, I want to do another musical that I know. Um, So I know those two. So I'm still deciding that. If you want, like, if if you heavily want... It's between those two, so don't try to throw anything else in the equation. But if you heavily want one more than the other, just, like, contact me. If you know me personally, you know how to contact me. If you don't know me personally, my email is q2qpodcast at gmail.com, C-U-E, number two, C-U-E, podcast at gmail.com. You can email me and you can be like, hey, Nyla, I really want you to do Newsies because, or hey, Nyla, I really want you to do Heathers because, or you can just give me recommendations for future episodes um, because I'm happy to take them. I have a long list of musicals, but, you know, I... There's a lot of musicals, musicals I probably don't know about. So I am going to make an email address, or not, I'm sorry. I am going to make an Instagram and a Twitter for this account. I made an Instagram, but it's not like fully set up yet. It's Q2Q podcast, C-U-E number two C-U-E podcast. But don't, don't go follow it yet because, well, you can follow it, but it is like empty and there's not really anything on the page yet because I haven't had the time. And I'm probably going to make a Twitter. Um, I haven't done that yet, though. Um, So, yeah. Thank you so much for sticking with me in this episode of Q2Q. I can't wait to see you guys again next week. Have an amazing rest of your Tuesday. It's going to be a club going up on a Tuesday. So have (laughs) have a great rest of your day. Love you guys so much. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.